a small business owner that's ready to grow your business through social media without having to hire a full-time staff or a third-party company, honor your business and yourself and become educated in social media. Visit thesocialweb.news for more information. The Social Web and the Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. I can't find my wine opener. We're going to open the red if I can find my wine opener. What did you do with it? I didn't touch. I can't find my wine opener. All right, this is just dumb. It's not there. <laughs> Where did the wine opener go? Guys, did you steal it? Oh, seriously, I'm just... That'll, that'll be the opening. I can't find my wine opener. Did you put it in your pocket? Oh, my God. I found it. <laughs> where? It's where I put it where I'd never forget it. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again, welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Shelly and Phil, and uh, just all sorts of announcements and changes and special announcements and all that fun stuff, but before we get too far, Shelly, happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's wine time. It is. (laughs) Um, Guess what we're not doing tonight? What? We are not... I know, I know. What Playing music and drinking wine. That's kind of sad, but just we understand. tonight we're pushing it off three or four weeks. Uh, our guest, Mister Phil Marchand, uh, got some allergies and stuff like that, and so he said he really cannot play, and that would be a disservice to him, to you, the listener, and to his uh, trying to figure out what he's going to play versus what he's drinking so we don't want that we want this as we pop our first wine of the night which is also going to be our reception wine as we pour it into the one white wine glass by andrea robinson by andrea robinson and uh, another thing you may have noticed is the, the the cars on the freeway just are really loud Guess what? We're on the deck. <laughs> We're on the deck recording. That's worthy of a, a toast and a cheer and a this and a that. Uh, let's just do a quick toast on this one. To your giggles. <laughs> to your kisses. <laughs> now, there's a story behind this wine. There is. This, this is, is a, a t- 2018 Tangley Oaks Chardonnay. Yeah. Interesting. You look on Vivino, and this is a $45 Chardonnay. The store we purchased it from, it said it was a $15 wine. What did we pay for it? $5.99 minus 20%. <laughs> minus 20% at the right. grocery outlet. At the grocery outlet. Yeah. And so this is one of those times where we got lucky. 
it's not sure. always the case at the grocery outlet. No. Uh, grocery outlet did win, um, was listed as one of um, America's 50 best wine retailers from wine enthusiasts. So oh, is that right? Good. Yep. Um, and Trader Joe's used to do something similar. I don't think they do this anymore. They used to have discount wines. Trader Joe's? Mm-hmm. Long time ago. I thought there were all kind of discount wines at Trader Joe's. The two-buck chuck, which is now the three-buck chuck. Yep. They used to have, they used to buy um, remnants of wines also. And I'm not sure if they really do that as much anymore because their wine's not that inexpensive. No. Uh, but if you can get a 45 you just said? $45, $45 is what they show on the Chardonnay Vino. for Five ninety nine. That's pretty good. And then every once in a while, they have a twenty percent sale. They don't normally offer an extra twenty percent off on their mm-hmm. cases or half cases. Nope, nope. It is what you see is how how they sell them. Uh, the reason we wanted to pour this wine, as well as another one which we haven't opened and tasted, so that will be a surprise. We are having steak tonight. Um, it's it's just it's in the seventies, low seventies, little cloud cover. Uh, we heard a little rumble just before we hit record, and, and Shelly said, oh, thunder. I said, is it really? She said, no. And then I looked at the sky, and it's a little dark and it could be ominous. Our favorite word, ominous. Did yeah. I say that right? Mm-hmm. So this Chardonnay, we had purchased one bottle, tasted it, and went back and bought a case because it, it was really that good. Yeah. It's not really okay. Nope. It's really drinkable. Very drinkable. And... You know, we're, we're we're always looking for good wine value. Mm-hmm. So, I was listening to so a... So, this is Tangly Oaks. Tangly Oats, 2018 Chardonnay. And, uh, you know, I kind of like in our podcast, you can have fine wine, right? And spend 50 to three or four or five hundred dollars to a, for a bottle and... We're, we're not that podcast. We are, we're, not we're that an everyday, podcast. uh, drinking wine, looking for the best values where you can find a decent wine that you can drink and it's six bucks. Cause if you're drinking wine most every day, which we're trying not to, but that can get really expensive. And so it's best to find the good values. That's what we hope you get from this podcast. We're looking for good values. Well. The one we did last week was a good value, but it was also expensive. No, it was under 15 bucks. No. Yeah. It was four wines under 15 bucks. Was that the week before? Yeah. So last week is Malbec. Oh, yeah. We had the $55 one. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But it was... Delicious. <laughs> so, great point though, right? Because you can have a $6 wine that that tastes pretty good, like this. Mm-hmm. Remember, we went head to head for an Anderson Con Valley Chardonnay, which is a $60 price point versus J. Lore. Mm-hmm. And you were able to identify it, but they were both really good. Why would you spend four times the amount, five or six times the amount for a bottle of wine? Even sure. if it's really good, if you can get something almost exactly the same. So, yes, uh, price isn't always indicative. So, Today is a very special day also, and I didn't put this in the show notes, but Shelly, this is really our first 
episode to start our next year, even though we're we're almost halfway through season two because of the calendar. But this is episode 53 of Wine Time Fridays. So that's probably worthy of a a sparkler. And not just any sparkler, because today is a special day. This is April 23rd. You want to explain, as I throw everything on her deck, what (laughs) April 23rd is? It's International Kava Day. Yes, it is. Hashtag. (laughs) That was awesome. You could have shot that right at the chicken. Oh, that would have been... (laughs) Yeah. No, that would have been very cool. I love it. Okay, let me so, pour this. Cava the- is a sparkling wine. It's from Spain. So, whereas you can have champagne from France, Prosecco from Italy, you have cava from Spain. You have sect from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the things he we just. Do- part of the wine I, on purpose. I didn't spill it. I, I threw it over the deck. It's like salt. That's right. Throw it over the deck for good luck. <laughs> kind of over our shoulder. Okay, there's yours. Thank and you. we are gonna we are gonna do a full to, full on toast here. Let's listen. <laughs> toast get longer. That's awesome. Okay, so Yes, you're going to hear golfers, chickens, birds, road noise, and dogs, hopefully no lawnmowers, to health, wealth, abundance, and gratitude, romance, and peace on earth, and your giggles, and to episode 53. Well done, Shelly Webb. Another year. (laughs) Nicely done. These are the kind of bubbles you can breathe right in. <laughs> yeah, no fooling, right? They tickle your nose. Uh, quick little side note. We were super smart when setting up our outdoor recording studio by putting a met- metal table right in front of us that if I tap my toe, you can hear it. And uh, we, if we quietly the put the glass down, <laughs> you can't do it. Talk about this kava. It's really nice. <laughs> I like kavas better than champagnes, I think. They're just milder and drinkable. Champagne sometimes burns the inside of your throat sometimes. But um, kava is very nice. I think I like it the best of all the sparkling wines, except for our local sparkling wines. Which we don't have a name for sparkling wines in the in the United States. No, but it's interesting because people we should make one. So yeah. kava means cave, and, and uh, they named it that because that's where they store all the wine when they're right making it in their traditional method. Exactly. Not well. They used to call this champagne <laughs> until like, until the uh, international mm-hmm. rules governing body said. You cannot do that. You will not do that. They said that the U.S. also, and the U.S., because they're so arrogant, said, ah, we call ours American champagne. Come on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Champagne is a region in France, period. Okay? You also, uh, it's, they're very particular about the grapes they use in their champagne. In champagne, yeah. Pinot Noir, Chardonnay. Done. Not, not so much with kava. No, in fact, they've got grapes that are very native to Spain, 
like uh, Macabio, or is it Masabio? Macabio, probably. Macabeo. I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> well, at least it's Spanish, so you can... We put, need Google Translate. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Of course. Um, uh, Perillada. Oh, there's some... They do use Chardonnay, but it's not a... It's not a um, it's usually a third or fourth grape used in this stuff. So, like Shelley said, they uh, create this wine in the exact champagne method, traditional method, mm-hmm. which is... Method Champagnois. Right. Do you know? But it. Oh. So they tip it upside down. Mm-hmm. So the yeast and stuff goes to the top, and then they freeze it, and they can pop it, and they either replace it with more sugars, or they may not replace it at all. Um, but that's the traditional way of making and they a champagne. Turn it a quarter turn. Right. Each uh, day. Uh, what's that called? We have a rack. Riddling. Riddling. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my goodness. Um, anyway, so it's oh airplane. How fun is that? I think that's a helicopter. <laughs> and our little friend, the uh, squirrel over there. But you can hear also the, um, the other grapes you can use, as you said, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, but Garnacha, Monastrel, and Subirat, loosely related to Malvasia. But there's another grape that's prominent. I don't know how to pronounce it. Zarello? Mm-hmm. Yeah. X-A-R-E-L-L-O. It's probably Shirello. Uh, Shirello. Yeah, probably X is a sh sound. It could be oh, so, right. so also. Uh, but it's really interesting because Prosecco. Easy to find Prosecco. Italian sparkler, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, cava is not as easy to find. And a high-end cava, and I should know this, but I, I kind of forget. I think we, I spent 16 bucks on this. Nothing. You didn't even say which one it is. No, I didn't. Do you want to? You can it's read it It's a right non-vintage Seguro Segura Viuda Sprut Cava. Yep. Estate bottled. 12% alcohol. Uh, you know. Which is nice. Fre- is it Freshnay? Freshnay? Yes. I didn't get Sorry. that one. That is one that is readily available, oh, about yeah. 10, 10, 11 bucks. They, um, they have now started going with... Uh, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> we have construction here. probably going three miles from us, and we hear it because this, this mic is so good. Um, they used to just have no denomination. What's up there? Squirrels running up the tree. <laughs> Remember when uh, you're doing work and then it's all of a sudden, oh, squirrel. <laughs> this is literally a literally. squirrel. <laughs> oh, squirrel. <laughs> anyway, so there, um, you know, like in, in Bordeaux and Burgundy, you have all of these different designations. And you can work your way up with the better grapes and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never had this, but they're starting to do that now with Spanish sparkler, the cava. Ah. And, but those are priced usually 100, 100 and a half. Yeah, so uh, there's this nice middle ground where the niche hasn't been filled yet. And what I was going to say is the the people in Spain said, we can make a sparkler that's like champagne. We just won't use the same grapes. It will be our own. And so they make it in the traditional method. And it's really delicious. It is. It's very nice. They must use less yeast. Is there like is there a yeast mm. rule in the traditional method? I don't know. I don't know. Although it has to be fermented 
for a, like in uh, Champagne, minimum 12 months. There are minimum nine months in Spain. Yeah. Uh, in, in Champagne, apparently some people will, will go another year past the 12 month min- minimum. So Champagne, super spendy. If you get a good Champagne, this is really reasonably priced. And it's worth getting a Prosecco, a Sect, which is from Germany, or a Cava, or a, a Cremant, right? A Cremant. Okay. Uh, but here's, here's the funny thing. When we're talking, okay, we know all sorts of people that say, I love champagne, and then they pull out a, you know. Andre. Cold, yeah, cold duck. Andre cold duck. Or that's, you know, a little. I don't little, think there's cold duck anymore. Really? Maybe there is. Well, they pour out, they, they pull out a very inexpensive sparkler from the U.S., and they call it champagne. Um, those of us that are, I don't want to be a wine snob, but I'm, I want to honor the tradition and, mm-hmm. and the laws, really. And so it would be like saying, I'm going to pull out a cava from Washington. You can't do it, right? Right. Or a burgundy from You can't do it. They have very strict wine laws. <laughs> Shelly's <laughs> going, oh, my gosh, should we being attacked? <laughs> By a Kawasaki motorcycle. <laughs> Uh, real quick, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to open up this red that we're going to have with steak tonight. That'll be interesting. Yes, it will. If you're looking for a place to wind down in a friendly and inviting atmosphere, Studio 107 in the heart of downtown Coeur d'Alene is the place to go. Studio 107 features award-winning wines, craft beer, fine art, custom jewelry, delicious tapas, and live music. Hosting a party? Make Studio 107 your choice for your next special event or private party. Studio 107 will work with you to create a fun, unique, and personalized evening of wine tasting. And take your wine enthusiasm and knowledge to another level by joining our Studio 107 Wine Club. Our wine club brings you exciting and exclusive wines from sellers around the world. You'll have access to exclusive Club 107 tastings and special events with winemakers from amazing wineries monthly, as well as receive additional discounts on wine and jewelry. At Studio 107, we believe that small towns deserve great wines too. We invite you to join us in our wine bar and gallery for an afternoon or evening escape or visit studio107cda.com for more information. Welcome back. I can't find my wine opener. We're going to open the red if I can find my wine opener. Edit, what, did, edit, edit. what did you do with it? I didn't touch it. Are you sitting on it? <laughs> Maybe. I can't find my wine opener. All right, this is just dumb. It's not there. <laughs> Where did the wine opener go? Guys, did you steal it? Did Izzy come out and steal it? Oh, seriously, I'm just... That'll, that'll be the opening. I can't find my wine opener. <laughs> Did you put it in your pocket? Oh, my God. I found it. Where? It's where I put it where I'd never forget it, where it was. Okay. <laughs> I really don't know how much of that I'll keep. <laughs> just the I can't find my wine opener. Okay. Well... 
Walker. So since this is our second season, yeah, well, the second ex- fifty-two weeks, right? So you should probably explain about the wine time belt again. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Well, you know what? It takes concentration opening this bottle. Would you explain it? <laughs> sure. Thank you. So when we lived on the quote farm. Um, and it was new, and we were adding landscaping, and we were on 10 acres, so we kept working and working. We didn't know when to stop, so somebody would ultimately decide it was time to stop working, and so we had a wine bell that says wine time. It's right behind Shelly. Yes, um, on the house, and we would ring it when we were ready to quit working. Sometimes, like, 8 o'clock at night, we'd be out digging holes for new trees and gardens. But it's a lot of work. So that's where the bell came from. It's wine time. Nice. This is a Cabernet. It's also from Grocery Outlet. It's a 2019 Gabrielle Ashley Cabernet Sauvignon. And what was the price point? Uh, this is seventeen forty nine. That you paid seventeen forty nine. Yeah, less. So, 20, which is expensive at grocery outlet. Right, but they touted this as a fifty dollar wine. This is from Napa Valley, Oakville. First, um, first sniffy sniff is a uh, little candied cherries. <laughs> it's pretty label. Uh, the label actually looks like a, you know, you, you kind of judge some wines by the label. It looks like a quality, quality, <laughs> you know, it's got a, something you'd find in a castle or something, or old world. Um, what, are you, what are you getting from the nose? Mm-hmm. Cherries, not so much sour cherries like I normally would get from a Cabernet, but it's smelling pretty good. It's got some promise. <clears throat> it does. To your giggles. Dear kisses. <laughs> Just so very careful. Let's give this a whirl. Hmm. It's got a lot of tannins. It does. It can sit down for. It's going to sit right here on the deck. <laughs> it could sit down for quite a while. But so, it's really pretty good. Not bad. Uh, there's a. Need to get some more. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's, there's a common thread. That, that kind of goes through many of the wines we get from Grocery Outlet. And we've talked a bit about this a little bit before. But there are people that sell bulk juice, bulk mm-hmm. wine. Whether it's they had an abundance of it or it's but a lower grade. Is that from Grocery Outlet? It is. Really? Yeah, and they, and they go and, and they slap and a label on clubs. it. Right, and certain wine clubs. Mm-hmm. Like a First Leaf or... Uh, Wall Street Journal wines, I believe. No, the Wall, Street, Wall Street Journal says they don't do that. Yeah, I, I don't we know. We don't know for sure, but they say they yeah. don't do it. All of these wines have this just this thread that goes through. It's very common. You can kind of tell. And we can usually tell when we open a wine. And like Shelly said, we'll buy one bottle because we're not going to tricked we've done that before even at a tasting we're like well this isn't so bad they do tastings a couple times a year and we'll get three or four bottles bring it home and that second bottle we open it's like oh my god this why is, did we buy that <laughs> this is nothing like what we remember um our friend darren halliday texted me and said dude 
Grocery Outlet's got a 20% off <laughs> wine sale. This wine I got, it's a $50 wine for $17.49, less 20%. And uh, that was, of course, two days before the end of the sale. I was able to pick up a bottle on the, the day the sale ended, and we're drinking it now. And we'll have it with steak tonight, and we'll report back uh, what it is. But at first taste, this isn't so bad. And it's a 2019. It's, I mean, it's super young. Yeah, it is. What is the alcohol on this? The alcohol on this, that's a great question. I am going to say this alcohol is going to be, it seems like it's pretty hot, 15%. Wow, from Napa, 15%. Yep. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Napa Valley, Oakville. And so... Uh, and we don't know what they blended it with. No, because it all has to be, I think, in California, it just has to be 70%, right? Washington, 75 I think. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it, those are the numbers. Uh, so this one is not bad also. We also had, by the way, we should probably mention, we did have a Tangley Oaks Merlot that we'll uh, mention when we, we go through the wines we had this week. We had a Tangley Oaks Pinot Noir. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Yeah, it was a Tangley Oaks Pinot Noir. No, but that's not true. That's actually. not true. So the Pinot wasn't the Lang, uh, Tangley Oaks. It was Rockland Ranch Pinot Noir. It was a 2016. Also purchased at Grocery Outlet. It's a, supposed to be a $25 Pinot. Got it for, I think that was also $6. And then Shelly, what did you find on Vivino about a 2018? No, this is 19. Oh, also 2019? Uh, the Gabriel Ashley? Gabriel Ashley. It has a a listing of three thirty five, but three hundred and thirty five dollars. Not three dollars and thirty five cents. No, <laughs> but um, people have said in their comments that they bought it for, at Costco for less than twelve, on sale for fourteen dollars somewhere else. Um, gotcha. Uh, we are less tonight about the uh, why. Usually we like to talk about the wineries a little bit more, and we're not doing that tonight because it's International Cava Day, and we are still doing research on these wines from Grocery Outlet. But to find that that is got a $335 uh, on Vivino, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that can't be right. No, it can't. Do you know the wines that we've had this week? I do because we don't have as much lately. You wanna, you wanna say what they are? So, we had a, a La Crema Chardonnay, and to me, it seemed too oaky. Yeah, you were like not completely. And I usually don't mind oak. I I usually like it, but it was just too oaky. And then we had a Nineteen Crimes Rosé. That was fantastic. No, it wasn't. It had it had Snoop talking, but um. One of the fun things about those... It tastes like a watermelon... Candy. Uh, watermelon sticks from Jolly Rancher. Just like that. Way too sweet. Way too sweet. Very, very red. <laughs> there are some people in the world that love that. So yeah. we're not saying don't drink it. Uh, if you like sweet, yeah, it was. Like it, we poured it. It was literally looked like Kool-Aid. It was <laughs> very, very Literally. Pink. Like cloudy Kool-Aid. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't the best. Uh, what else do we have? Well, we already talked about the uh, 
The King Reoaks Merlot. Merlot. I will make we that correction. We didn't really talk about that. It was not bad. Um, actually, it was good enough to where I'll probably pick up another bottle of that as well. Uh, and then we had the, like we mentioned just a second ago, the Rockland Ranch Pinot Noir. Um, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, just wasn't. Well, that is thunder or an earthquake. Or wind. No, is it? It's wind against the wind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're going to wrap this up before we get blown away. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to just also say we are in episode 53. So episode 53, do you know who wears the number 53? Very popular number in professional sports. Not at all. (laughs) Nobody. Harry Carson of the NFL. I know the name. I should know. I, I want to say he played for Cincinnati, but I'm probably wrong. Uh, we have the squirrels talking to us too. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Don Drysdale? Oh, you know him, Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> he was a frequent guest. On Is the that Beverly right? Hillbillies. Yeah, man, unbelievable! The way you just pull some of these facts right out—that's <laughs> awesome. Um, I wanted to make sure that I mentioned this week because I missed it last week. I had a peanut butter milk stout from Nitro. It's a beer. Wow, it was yeah, really good. It did smell like peanut butter. Um, I just may have felt a drop or two of rain, so we're going to be really quick on this. Um, International Sauvignon Blanc Day is on May 7th. That's right. World Moscato Day is on May 9th. We probably are not going to buy a Moscato, but we may buy one to make a white sangria. I think we're going to do a Facebook Live on both of those because we will be recording uh, with Clearwater Canyon. And so we probably won't... um, focus on those days too much we still have um <laughs> shelly's covering the microphone mm-hmm. with her hand uh quick shout out to our sponsors the social web studio 107 kb estate sellers we're gonna wrap this up before we get rained on for show and uh we'll see you next week have an awesome weekend and remember with a little bit of knowledge wine becomes so much less overwhelming and we're out and we're out At KB Estate Winery, we are known for our crazy, fun-filled events, such as our yearly grape-picking and stomping harvest festival, winemaker dinners, wine club socials, music events on our Stage B Amphitheater, and more. And we are only a hop-skip from the Gorge Amphitheater, where major musical acts perform every summer. In short, KB Estate Winery is a place where stories are created and memories made. To learn more how you can experience a setting that allows you to be inspired through delicious wine, friendly staff, exciting events, and beautiful views, please visit cavebee.com or simply call 509-785-3500. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance.